You let me know when you're ready. Everyone's texting me at once. Uh huh. Because your brain just exploded. And right on cue, the motorbike. <laughs> right on cue. Best. I almost said, hey, Taylor. Imagine. That's not me. Oh my God. It's okay. We haven't started talking yet. Everybody, get it out of your system. Everyone, get it out of your system. I'm just checking my bank account real quick. Because, one, I want to make sure they got taken out. And two, I'm like, I'd imagine if the payment declined. Oh my, my paycheck just hit. My paycheck just hit. What is happening? The second that the tickets got taken. You lucky vets. Oh? Are you ready to tell the people what's happening? Okay, yeah. I can talk. I can talk. If you can. Okay, you gotta put that down. Um, I don't think I can. See what I have here. Let's have my tickets on it. You can oh, okay, I won't touch it, but maybe let's put it up here for a minute. Okay. All right, deep breath. Deep breath. You're not dying, bleeding, or on fire. In fact, the exact opposite. No. So. What are the odds? Today has been the fucking weirdest day when you want to talk about odds, but go ahead. I'm going to see Taylor Swift. Say it for the people in the back. I'm freaking going to see Taylor Swift. Not in the parking lot. Not in the parking lot. <laughs> Not in the parking lot. I'm going to be inside of the stadium. I will be receiving a light-up bracelet that everyone else receives when they're inside the stadium. Do you get to keep it? Yes. Really? Yes. Wow. I know. I get to get confetti from the... You're going to the Eras Tour. Oh God, so the same month you're getting married. 2024 is like the best year ever. For real. Okay. 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 So, do you want to tell us how you landed such coveted tickets? Yeah, I don't know how. I have um, amazing luck right now. But um, I'm not going to take it for granted. So, last Thursday, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift announced that she is going to be going on a second leg of the U.S. tour. For those who don't know, today, August 9th, is her very last day of her U.S. tour. Oh. But I got tickets to the next one. How? Okay. So, how did this come to be? Because everyone's trying to get them and nobody is. So, it's all random. It's, didn't you say you got a code? It's random. Oh, so. When she announces that she's going on tour, this thing called verified fan registration is up for people to register for. Okay. So, you go on to Ticketmaster, which is the big hosting company that let you buy tickets. I'm like, we all know about Ticketmaster. Right. At this point. You know. Who doesn't? So you sign up to become verified fan, which is free. Registration is free to become a verified fan. Now, the day before pre-sale, Ticketmaster sends out random codes to people or you get waitlisted. Email or in a text. But you get it. You get an email that says, look out for a text. Or you get an email that says, you've been waitlisted, hang on. Oh, so you're not, like, staring at the phone all day. Right. Okay. So you get an email. I saw the text before the email. When did the text come in today? The text came in yesterday while I was at work, and I also was freaking out at work. You can ask the Why player. didn't you tell me? I didn't want to tell anyone anything, because I you didn't want to jinx it. Like, right. I had a code in my hand, but it wasn't 100% that I was going to get tickets. 
So you had you're already... not guaranteed tickets if you get a code. So you received a code you had in your possession yesterday. Yes. I received a code yesterday. Freaked out about it. Holy shit. But didn't want to get excited because you're not guaranteed tickets. I'm freaking out. Okay. So I have a friend at work who had six people register for a verified fan and not one of them got a code. So when I say they're random, like 80% of people that signed up to be verified fans didn't get a code. Did Joe sign up? No. You didn't even put Joe on this? No, because I. it was just like... It, everything happened so fast. It wasn't lottery. Even, it wasn't even like a week before she announced it, and right. I got tickets. Like tomorrow would be a week. So I remember when she announced it because people were freaking out because the whole thing is when Taylor Swift comes to your town, boy. Right. She's not even coming to my town, but I'm traveling. No, I know. Her. But no, I'm saying like the economy in that area just right. skyrocket. Yes. Sorry. So basically, you can do this today. <laughs> Started pre-sale. So what that means is she's coming to Miami, Toronto, Indianapolis, and New Orleans. Why don't you go for Toronto? It's, I feel like it's closer. I don't have a passport. Oh, it's not hard to get. Yeah, I know it's not hard to get, but I don't want to have to risk it and it'd be so long and it it was just okay. easier. Plus, we're planning already on going to Florida for our honeymoon, so it's it just made sense. So... The first pre-sale was at 11 o'clock this morning, and that was for Toronto and Miami night one. I didn't get a code for Miami night one. Oh, so when you got your code yesterday, did it, this is yes. for a specific show? Yes. So oh, when you, you sign up, pick your show. When you sign up for Verified Fan, you get to choose two shows that you want to have a chance to go to. Okay. I chose Miami night one and night three. Okay. I don't know why I was sprag like that, but I just picked one and night three. Whatever. So... I got the text that said, you got a code for pre-sale for Miami Night 3, October 20th, 2024. Dang. I know. So specific, too. I know. I love it. It's like, here's your code, and here's the email that is only allowed to use in Bode. And they said, and and you're like, I'm volunteers, tribute. Yes. I would do anything. I'm it. Include drain my bank account. But my paycheck just hit the second that I bought those. So covered, queen. Okay. Okay. So. Three o'clock hits. Today. Today. Okay, actually, let's back up. Two o'clock. Yeah. Oh, two o'clock. Five o'clock it is when I heard about it. Right. So, I've been watching like TikTok live today of people trying to get these tickets and people who have codes trying to get the tickets. And they've been very successful. Like, there hasn't been any issues. Because... But you said if you, even if you have the, the code, it doesn't guarantee you a ticket. It just get, improves your chances. Yes. Okay, so that's promising. That All right, exactly. Like... Okay, so basically you're waitlisted and you don't have it. You don't have a high chance, or you get a code and you still don't have a high chance. So either way, it's like it's a toss up. Well, apparently it works. I know, for me. Okay. <laughs> so two o'clock comes around. I log onto my computer. I make sure that my card information is right on Ticketmaster. I make sure I'm logged on. Oh, smart. And I just sit there. Like I sit and there's a countdown that's like 50 minutes. It just it goes by the minute. Well, I remember doing. I have all these pictures. I was just taking a ton of pictures. I remember doing this with the Shane Dawson palette, just staring. Yeah, staring, exactly. Staring. So at 10 minutes before the queue opens up, which is at three o'clock. You get put into, like, this, um, it's just, like, a thing on your screen that says less than 10 minutes, less than 9 minutes, less it's just, like, it's countdown, and you're, like, I'm gonna throw up, I'm gonna puke, I almost did it, it was, like, freaking out. Okay. So then 3 o'clock rolls around, and you get put into the queue. Now, the queue is very random. It doesn't matter if you've been waiting on the website since 
6 p.m. yesterday or you've been waiting since 2.59 today. It's very random. I got put as number 7,800 and something. Jesus. Which is not bad. What? Considering the people on TikTok Live were on, like, the 15,000s. Here's my question. How many does that stadium hold, I wonder? Around 70,000 tickets get sold at, um, like, oh. online. Okay. So yeah. the stadium fits around 75,000. Okay. So, yeah, 7,000 relative to, yes, you're right. Right. That's... So I had pretty good chances really not go at getting out of it and just gets going down going down and at like around down or the available spot my like people ahead of me before oh, okay. so you see it go for like seven thousand six thousand five thousand oh like they just kept going down i did put them a pants i was put them my pants so <laughs> um so like around three thirty is when it hit like under a thousand and after you go under a thousand it just goes like this like you go from 1,000 to, like, 200 to, like, okay, you're the next one. Because it processes so fast. Yeah. Because everyone's ready. Everyone's ready. They know what section they want. They know, like, you could even how much they honor. Like, whatever you got. No, I know. So, luckily, because I had the 3 p.m., like, pre-sale today, which is why I was watching the lives to see how much other seats were. So, I kind of had, like, a general idea of where I wanted to sit and how much I wanted to pay. Because there were floor seats that were, like, $900. Yeah, Britney Spears floor seats 10 years ago. Yeah. Like so you were like, you could get her sweat could drip over right. you. So, but you're going to Miami, so you got to fly. I do have to fly. Okay, so num- I become like the last person in the queue, and then it says, please be patient. Um, Like, there's, someone, there's one more person ahead of you. And then you get in there. And then you have to type in your code. So because my MacBook has been on for a very long time, it was heating up, and it was freaking out, and... You know, didn't know what to do. This is what I was on live. I was on. I hope. I, I hope they'll save. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. I saw the live. Like I wasn't connecting because I was in a bad spot. Yeah. So you just. I was like, she's live, waiting for her ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't text Autumn and Joe at the same time, and I didn't want to Facetime them because Facetime has a really bad connection. So I was like, I'm just going to go on Instagram live. Yeah. Whoever wants to, because <laughs> I was telling so many people. And so it was just easier just to have everyone gotta, watch at the same time. I got a notification. I thought it said the beach house went live. <laughs> and it was like, what it probably was a notification on the beach house that Talia went live. Because oh, okay. I got the same thing. And I was like, she's waiting for Taylor tickets live on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> what? So finally, my MacBook like gets its shit together and lets me put in my code. I type in my code and I hit unlock. And then you see this map. Ah. And the map is either going to be gray, going to be blue, or going to be orange. Because orange is like the VIP expensive tickets. Gray is they're sold out, and blue is what's left. Yeah. So I was getting free tickets, so I, like, put in for free tickets to see what I can get. Was it all mezzanine? All in the top? It's, yeah. Most of them were on the top because, like, lower bowl, upper bowl, it was all sold out. Which is crazy because the people I was watching on live earlier today who had, like, who were, like, 12,000 in the queue... They still ended up getting like really decent seats, so it's so random. So, well, if you're twelve thousand in the queue, how are you? Right, well, I guess it's just the people that were a stadium that fits seventy five. Not everybody has enough money to get the VIP tickets, right? So they're picking whatever they yeah. for. They're just happy to be there. Exactly. At that point, I was like, I'll sit behind the stage, and I still don't care. Like, so what I was planning for going into this was to buy the cheap fifty dollars tickets because fifty dollars. To go to see Taylor Swift is 
absolutely wild. $50 was the cheapest ticket? Yeah. forty nine fifty was the cheapest ticket. That's not bad at all. And it was obstructed view behind the stage, but it was there. So the only tickets that were available, like, within the price range that I wanted to spend was between $89 and $109 or $119. Okay, that's fair. So I clicked on the $89 one. Still cheaper than a Broadway play. Yeah. Those are, like, $250. And so I clicked on the $89 one. And there were only two tickets available for that seat. And I was like, I, I can't. I have a friend that I promised I would yeah. get this ticket for. And you're already in. And I'm already in. It's I'm all like, down to you. Because if it comes down to it, you're like, I got my two tickets. Right. Here, come. I know. And there was a point where I like, I almost had to tell her. Because I click on another seat. It says available. It was three tickets for, it was like 109 a piece. And it was three seats together, which is hard she, to find. Did she give you her cap, like? I, I bow out and out, but she said, she just said, get me a ticket, period. Yeah. So okay. the thing is, a ticket master is that you can click on seats and you can add them to your cart, but they're not going to be in your cart. They could either say, add it to cart, or they could say, sorry, another fan beat you to it. Right. So these so, tickets could be blue that you're, t- that you're clicking until on. Until you pay. Right. They're not yours. You might think you have or in there to hustle. If they're in your cart, you have a seven minute, like, okay. time period. So. I get those three that I saw for 109, and I put them into my cart, and they got into my cart. And I saw my timer. It says seven minutes to check out, or they're not yours anymore. Yeah. And then you have to go back into the queue, which at that point, I, you, you there's no not worth it. Well, there, at that point, you're not. Right. You're going to get This is so, your one shot. Yeah. And so I saw, like, the tickets and the processing fees and everything like that, and the total was $422. 420 And so... $420. I was... I think it's worth... I don't know. 420 is 420 good. So... <laughs> I go into my, like, bank account because I needed to put more in there. And I, Jane, I drain all of my savings, my other savings. I have two savings. And I put them onto my checking account because that's what I needed to pay out of. I have two savings. You nearly had 400 bucks between two of them? Yeah, I'm dead broke. Same. I have $30. <laughs> like, literally. I have literally $30. I put every, every piece of money out of any savings account and I put them into my checking account. And it still wasn't enough. So I was like, Autumn, I need your money like ASAP no. because you have two minutes and 30 seconds before I don't have the oh, tickets that anymore. Bounce. It goes down. Ah, no, you, yeah. Or if, yes, your payment would bounce because I didn't have enough money in my account. Oh my God. Why didn't Joe send you money? It was, it was literally like, I didn't know who to call. I didn't know what to do. I just, it was so, holy time. Full. And I have people, I have people texting me because I'm on live saying, I don't have enough money in my bank account. I don't know what I'm going to do. I need to call Autumn. I'm on live saying this. So I have people on live texting me personally and being like, use my credit card, blah, blah, blah. Like, I have that money just hitting me back. And they're like, I was like, I didn't know what, I have so many texts just coming through at one time. I didn't know what to do. And so I was like, Autumn, just send me your money. She sent me your money. I transferred through Venmo. And then I had enough, and I immediately just hit, like, check out, check out, check out. God, because it was, like, transfer. I know. It was, like, a minute and something seconds. I was like, oh, my God, if I don't get these two, like, yeah, oh, my God. God. Sense, I know. I was freaking out. And so, wait, so was Autumn working just now that you ran to tell her? So she didn't go in until 4 o'clock, and this is at, like, 3.45. So it's, like, ah! it's like she's, like, I'm going to be late to work and blah, blah, blah. We're all just freaking out. And so I get I hit confirm and it, oh my god, the screen pops up and it says, you've got them, let the anticipation begin, and and you were like, is this where yeah. I screamed at the top of my lungs so loud? And what did Jim Canary say? He probably screamed back. I <laughs> You're like, I blacked out. I blacked out completely. I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And my, oh my god. I was on the phone with Autumn while I hit confirm because she was sending me the money, and I just screamed. 
And she goes, you got them? I was like, yeah. And she starts screaming too. I was like, oh my God, I need to call you back. I need to call Joe. And then I called Joe and I'm screaming and he's at work and he can't scream. And so it's like a whole thing and he's freaking out, but he can't freak out because he's at work. And But he also doesn't believe you until you send him copies of the tickets. I get that though, because I I, I, I understand. I know. Yeah, because you, because it's it's been on the news. It's been on literal mainstream news where people can't get tickets. Right. So I come along, duty daddy day, not knowing any of this has happened. I knew that yeah. you were waiting. No one knows this. So at the second I... Well, I knew that you were waiting for that. Yeah. The second that I, like, called Joe, got off the phone with Joe, um, I needed to, like, just... I needed... all. I, I knew Autumn was going to work soon, so I was like, okay, I need to... I need to just go say something to somebody. I need to just run. And so as I'm, like, running out of my house, my neighbor Julie is getting into her car. I'm like, Julie, I just got tickets to Taylor Swift. And she goes, what? No way. And she's, like, freaking out with me. And it was just a big freak out. And she goes, what are you going to wear? I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. And, like, my first question. Well, because people have put so much thought and time and love and effort into their outfit. Yeah. I know people that, I don't know them, but, like, people on TikTok, they spent almost an entire because she announced that she was going on tour in like december so a little less than a year just on bedazzling body yeah well that's like that that's why i said what i mean once i found you because i came here knowing that we were going to record today and i come up the stairs and i open the door and i'm talia leah tt where are you and taylor swift is blasting it's like (laughs) thank you hi i'm the proud of it to be and then i'm looking at where are you so i look at the basement i'm like where is she? And then I see that you're down the street. I'm like, what the hell? And like I said, I've never seen you run before. But when you made eye contact with me and started barreling down the street, I was like, oh, shit. It's on. I I will help you make an outfit. I didn't know what to do. I still don't know what please, to do. Please let me start designing your outfit. Please let oh, me help yeah, you make- do something like that. I've made my friend's full Halloween costume. I know. I'm here for that. And Dazzle, it was so funny because I told Julie that I was going and she goes, fuck the wedding. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, no. I was like, what wedding? What wedding? Oh my God. No, no. The wedding is also important. Wedding is also killer. And, but I'm not worried about the wedding. Um, so Taylor Swift shows up and like sings who sings my first dance. Like her, oh my. her song. Everything about my wedding is Taylor Swift. Oh my God. Yes. Not that. So instead of doing a draft, we wanted to talk about this amazing news, which you just heard. That was that was the news. That's the best news. It's the best news. I have to start making more bracelets. Oh my god, the bracelet thing is real. She made one that says "Beach House," and I put it in my car. We stay and make more. We stay and I just need to like make more. So that means that I'm Carolyn Beach, <laughs> and I'm Sophia Beach. We're at the beach, and then this is the beach house. And this beach is going because any of Taylor Swift's y'all losing her marbles right now. Yeah, and she took an energy drink while she was waiting for the most important thing for her to happen. Yeah, I so don't know how I was going to react. She's on crack. I'm on crack. And then nails. I have a hair appointment. But not it's not royal. I have heroin. <laughs> Which I'm not like, no, I have a problem with that. Hair appointment, but not for a long time. Um, a lot like, I need to like, uh, you took an energy drink, honey. You're going straight through the roof. You're, I've never been in that salon before and they're going to think I'm fucking crazy. I kind of want to go in and mm. full stop. 
this morning, I was literally about to book an appointment to cut my hair off. Really? So for everyone who can't see this, <laughs> such as everyone, um, my hair is 24 inches long. That's a lot. I would like to cut it. No. A lot. She wants to look like a Karen. Okay. But it would make sense. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. Speaking of. Okay. No, no, no. Speaking of. Okay. Oh, you got a girlfriend? No. 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 <laughs> I started talking to a girl named, a, a woman named Carolyn. But no. Oh, no, my God. No, that's not right. Let's start. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift has an effect on you, too. Well, your vibes, honestly, your vibes are bringing me up. They're wild. I had a hard day. But really, my, my Taylor Swift, I caught a glimpse of today. Anyway, but listen, listen don't even. Okay, okay, fine. Let me have it. Okay, fine. You can have it. I hate the flies at my house. It's not, definitely not the one that I brought in. Anyway. I started talking to this woman this morning. She found me on one of the gay apps. Her name is Karen. And she goes, I made sure to put a big Y in there. So it's K-A-R-Y-N. I said, okay, I don't know how much of that's going to like detour people. She goes, 2020 year, 2020 was a hard year for Karen. So I'm like, yeah, it was for sure. I go, but if it makes you feel better, my little friend here, she calls me Karen Lynn when I get mad about loud music. And she was like, she just doesn't know. I go, she'll get older. She'll understand. She'll know. I don't know. She's, I'll never justify that yelling at someone for loud music. I don't want to see people making out. And I don't want to hear their music. Like, keep, I don't want to see people making out either. Yeah, keep it to yourself. Loud music is fine. Nope. Especially if it's Taylor Swift. Okay. I can't, I'm freaking out. I can't super disagree with that. Like, you know. <laughs> I think we might have had a... A solution. Just, if you're going to blast me, it's like, let it be Taylor Swift. Also, I have sensory issues, and I don't know why you still don't appreciate that. You do, because I had a brother growing up with sensory issues, and I understand. But also, if it's not, like, for hours on end, it's going to be fine. So you don't understand, because some of us can't make it that long. That's how people get murdered. That's all I'm saying. Ten seconds while an Amazon delivery guy. I don't want to get into this again. I can't get into it. I can't. I can't. Okay. All right, so you can't. You gotta bring my mood. Oh my god, no, nothing can touch your mood right now. So T- Talia's gonna be hyperventilating in the corner. Um, it's totally nice. She's freaking out. If we have to cut, it's because she's having diarrhea. <laughs> Taylor Swift diarrhea. Oh my god. I wish. I hope they'll say if she was Instagram lives, but I don't think they did. They don't. Why do I think so? That's annoying. I don't think they save unless I post them, and I don't want everyone seeing that. Why can't you post it and then save it and then remove it? I don't know. It didn't even give me an option to, like, well, save it. That's dumb. I know, because I walk that freak out forever. Even though I don't ever want to get rid of that. I really wanted to see you get those and, like, have that moment, but I was like, it, I had to. I didn't even have the moment on camera, though. Oh, well, then why are you upset? The moment I had on camera was the buildup and the freak out of my card not having enough money on it. Well, that's what mattered because literally everyone and their mother was like throwing money at you. I, I just want to say real quick to all those people that were willing to pay for Talia's, um, her um, tickets. Quick. Well, a quick shout out to one individual fan. <laughs> I will say that 
the ice maker fund did <laughs> the ice maker fund did have a contribution. So big shout out to Casey. <laughs> um, I guess I was wrong about you. She donated fifty cents, y'all. Okay, shouldn't put her on blast like that, but yeah. But she did more than all the rest of y'all punks. Yeah, because no one else, all the consistent ten listeners, you know what, you know who you are. No, none of you sent. Not even 50 cents. So you know what? We can't. You know what? We cannot fault Casey for her 50 cents because it's more than what anyone else gave. And guess what? The ice machine still broken. Because <laughs> ain't nothing getting bought on 50 cents. But if we all work together, if everyone gives 50 cents, we'll have $60. And that is one step closer to <laughs> the beautiful ice machine. And, you know, it's little things in life, people. So... Let's take a time out for a minute. Yeah, let's take a time. And so you can catch your breath. We'll be right back. It's me. It's pie. <laughs> I'm the problem, it's me. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am usually the problem. That's true. Oops. You know. Okay, well, I was sorting. Okay, well, according to my friend Faith, I need to just live out and not be filtered. Which I don't think she knows what she's asking for when she says a thing like that. Yeah, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Anyway, I need hooters. Hey, hooters. Listen, guys, I know that we're really kind of spread out here. We're kind of doing every other week now. As you know from our last episode, we lost our mascot. R.I.P. off. R.I.P. off. We love and miss you forever. So, so much. So, you know, we kind of threw our whole schedule off because, you know, grief is a thing. And life is a thing. So, but... On a lighter note, which should have been wicked lighter, but then people got there and decided, whoa, maybe not as light. It's a Barbie movie. We saw it. We did. We did see the Barbie movie. We saw it, um, about... less than a week yeah. after it came out. Yes, less than a week after it came out. And like a dum-dum, I was like, no, you don't need to buy tickets online. It's been a week. It won't just walk in. It be full. Because literally, when was the last time you've been in a full theater? No, I don't think I've ever been in a full theater. It's been, I would a say, a long time. Ten years. Yeah. And I'm I'm saying even, not even packed, but like just full. Like, right. Like the people in every row. It's yes. Like, I, I would say like the most full theater I've ever seen is like, I mean, after, after Barbie. No. Before Barbie. It was probably like 10, 15 people max. Oh, I feel like so. it's always like scraps of people. I literally thought that theater was just essentially dying. So we went on a Wednesday night. Okay. A week after this thing had been released, thinking, oh, no biggie. We got the last two tickets. Yeah. Let's talk about tickets and the last two. And guess where they were, folks? Very front row. The very front row. But thankfully, this theater has reclining seats, so yeah. our necks weren't broken. We wouldn't have left. Honestly, even that we looked at each other like, should we even do this or should we wait? Well, first of all, there were two different theaters playing the movie. So we knew we don't really have to wait an hour, but we're like, no, we don't even want to wait that. Like, let's just. And when we sat down and we're looking at the screen, I was like, this is awful. Yeah. But once it started, like. I didn't notice it anymore. No, me either. So that worked out. Um, it was packed. Every it was sold out. 
It was sold out. We literally got the last two tickets to the 615 showing. She goes, we come in. And she goes, oh, well, if there's like, if these people don't show up, we'll just move back. But the closer. typically that's what happens. You know what I mean? But, I mean, first of all, when I was a kid, ew, like, you didn't have assigned seats at the theater. You right. You go, okay, do you like to walk? Do you like to sit in the front? But I would always say sit row. I would sit throw dead center is where I would go. Mm-hmm. And this was before, you know, recliners. Right. Which, honestly, I can't be mad at because so comfortable. Yeah, and you pay extra for it, and it's, it's worth it. It was, what, $16 a person? Yes. And honestly, for that. Right. The ones in Mystic have seat heater and recliner. I heard that, but Mystic is very bougie. So it is. I typically go to Mystic for my movies anyway, but the last movie I saw in Mystic was La La Land. And again, there was like five people and and four of them were us. Um, but it wasn't it wasn't reclining seats at that time, I don't think. Yeah. You know, I can't remember. I don't go to the movies often. I really, really don't. Okay, so we saw Barbie. We saw Barbie. We hated it. <laughs> Just kidding. That's a fucking bold face lie. We loved it. Obsessed. And I cannot wait for the physical copy to come out because I will be bl- buying the Blu-ray 4K HD and I will be having a movie night. Here's the thing. I have been perusing the internet looking for the streaming release date or DVD, Blu-ray, whatever, right? There's not. Yeah. So, as literally last, literally, I have asked Everyone and their mother, like, hey, do you want to go see this? And she has, yeah, I'm about to take Joe. Me and Joe will go. Poor Joe. He was like, wait, everybody saw the me. Oh, and he was sad. And I was like, it's not that big a deal. And then we saw it. I was like, oh, Maybe. shit, it is a big deal. Because Joe is such a sweet Alan. Oh, he is. He's a not a not gay one. Luckily, who? Luckily, I came across this uh, TikTok account that was illegally streaming the movie. Oh, I looked for it after you said that. after, and I went into work and we watched it on shift. Don't tell my boss. Did you have to be, like, serving people? Uh, yes. Oh. I set up my phone, and we were just watching. Oh, my God. You guys, that was a great time. Uh, so, Talia did try. So, I obviously, I've heard from conservatives that they hated it because <laughs> they don't like women in power. But my favorite that I've heard just from you. Uh, she tried to show me the Ben Shapiro <laughs> on, on that review. And let me tell you, we switched the dick. I made it like five minutes, like turn the Not at It was literally not two, two minutes. minutes. It was disgusting. And But everywhere else on the internet, like I watched Philip DeFranco for my news and stuff, like, and, and H3, H3, whatever. Everybody is like, fuck Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Like, they're all making fun of him. Like, he's a little... I, I don't even know what his deal is, but he is a very insecure little man. Yeah, he is. He bought a Barbie just to, like, burn it. Yeah. Apparently. Which, you still gave money to Mattel, so fucking joke's on you. Exactly. I love that when people, like, boycott something, like, I'm burning all my Nikes out. Like, bitch, you, they already got the the cash. Like, right. you're not already open wing. That was, like, the thing with, like, the Bud Light. Oh, so if you already bought the Bud Light, what are you gonna do? Not drink it now? Yeah, they're like, I'm shooting it with a gun, that'll show that, yeah. They, they, are. they already got your money from that 24 case that you just bought. Yeah, that CEO is still going on vacation in his private jet, so wow. he's just fine. Okay. All right, so Barbie. So Barbie. Um, Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. 
was a great movie. I love the movie. Uh, but I do know a few people that absolutely hated the movie. You know what? You're the only person I've heard say that. There's some people like, I don't want to see it because I'd heard. And I'm like, no, you don't get to say that. I'm like, yeah, so yeah. if you haven't seen the movie, you don't, um, you don't get high. Opinion. Yeah, you get no opinion. I don't want to hear what you've heard, this or that. If you have not seen the movie, right. especially, especially if you're a woman, you don't get to say that. Right. Men, we just don't know what you have to yeah, say. Yeah, most of the time I don't But really if you're a woman and you're like, hey, baby, you should go. I'm so I know a woman that didn't like the movie. Is she a Satanist? I don't think so. Dear friend. Yeah. I don't know. Is just she listen? No. Um, I don't even think she knows about this. Was that okay? He's a friend. friend. She's my assistant manager. Oh, acquaintance. Um, and she didn't like the movie. So, here's a common denominator that I found with people that didn't like the movie. Yeah, I'd love to hear this because I didn't hear. I don't know nothing about who did it. The common denominator is that they went in with expectations that the Barbie movie was going to be a fluff piece. A fluff piece that it was going to be this giant pink production of just unicorns and bubbles and which sparkles which yeah. it was it was but also but also there is a way deeper meaning that we will hop into a little bit later but what i will say is that the person that i know that doesn't i didn't think the movie was good um she has more conservative beliefs is she also racist probably I think so hope not I don't think so. Really, really, no, really, well, kind of, really, really, no offense to you guys, but yeah, most of you guys are conservative, land, but yeah. Um, and that's a woman who I talked to that didn't like the movie. The yeah. other, the other person that I know, you have to remember, there are women that voted for Trump, and not not all of us have our heads in M Street. Um, my so that's a sorry. Owner's daughter, who is also like I guess one of my supervisors. I'm talking to her about it because she had just recently saw it on Sunday. So she hadn't seen the movie until like very recently. So I talked to her on Monday about the movie. Fresh take. She likes the movie a lot. Okay. But she didn't understand why they needed to put a, such a big idea and deep meaning behind the movie. Which is another thing like that other girl thinks is that there needs to be no reason why feminism patriarchy needs to be involved into the Barbie movie. Because it's Barbie, right? Right. And then she just proceeded to tell me that her husband, um, fuck her husband, uh, is an Andrew Tate supporter. Uh, so, is that the guy that did, like, human trafficking and shit? Uh, yes. So, not only human trafficking, also, um, degrades women and puts them onto his podcast and just immediately... Her husband is a supporter of this man? Yeah. Okay, she's not... She's talked. I literally told her, like, get a divorce right now. I might have sprung into the fork. She's working downstairs. I'm like, get a divorce. I'm like, oh, so bad. What? So she told me that. I was like, okay, like, I guess at this point, I'm just going to fluff your opinion because you're married to someone who supports that. What my mom would say is consider the source. True. Um, But that was the only problem that I really had with bad reviews in this movie. Can I respond to that? Uh So... It makes me laugh that people are like, why does it have to have a deeper weighting? Number one, these are designed to speak to us in different ways. Right Now, today is August 9th, okay? August 9th. Today, as of today, the world gross for this film is 773 
Oh, no, I'm so- No, it hit a billion. It hit a billion. Last week, it was $773 million, and as of today, again, it wets over $1 billion, okay? And there's, it's it's not a mistake, right? okay? And it's not because it was hyped up. Not, and it's why, not because of their genius marketing. No, I mean, their marketing was good, but, like, the marketing is, here's the thing. Why does it have to, first of all, feminism, let's just cover that in a quick, a quick, just a quick little, a quickie. Feminism is not man-hating. No. If you think feminism is mandating, you're missing the full point. Yes. Feminism is equal equality for <laughs> women as men. Yes. And please keep in mind that when women were allowed to vote and they got sort of more equal rights, that black women and people of color were not afforded those same rights at that time. So it took much longer for even more women to get rights. I don't know if people know this. I don't even know if you know this, but a woman could not get a credit card in 1970 without her husband. Really? 1970? Yeah. Not that long ago. It took, it, 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 up until 1970, a woman could not um, get her own credit card, uh, get her own loan, buy her own house. That's why women were pushed be- to get married and have kids because... Their husband controlled everything. Right. Everything was in the husband's name. And so women, I don't think, realize not that long ago that they didn't have all these rights. Like, it wasn't like hundreds of years ago. It was like not that long ago. The same way people like Ruby Bridges. Ruby Bridges was the first um, African-American girl, child, to go to a white school. And she's still alive. She's still fucking alive. Yeah. That was in this. I just found that out. She's in the same seas. So like people, like huh? The people that were screaming at that little girl to get out of that school, they're, they're, they're still alive, and their their parents are probably running this country. So when you think that racism is like so far away, whatever, and feminism and all that, like it's not. It no. It's it's one background. We're living in it. Yeah, and you know what? Women still don't have equal rights. We don't even have rights over our own bodies right now. So this movie is so layered. And when I I was explaining it to my girlfriends over this week, we went to the beach, and um, so just a little backstory on Barbie. If you live under a rock at this point, because now it's just all in the all in the mainstream. Right. I mean, I guess spoiler, but well. Yeah, literally, we're going to talk about all of Barbie. If you haven't so, seen the movie by the time that this comes out, then what are you doing with your life? Also, get your life together. <laughs> Come on. Um, and wear pink if you go. My friend had <laughs> black, and I was like, you bitch. And she goes, well, this, you know, anti-bar. And I go, and then at the end, what did you say? And she goes, yeah, it was good. And I was like, yeah. So, Barbie was released in 1959 at the World's Fair. And Ruth Handler is the one who designed her, the creator, and she named her Barbie after her daughter, Barbara, which you do. Barbie, the actual doll, meets Ruth in the movie at some point. But Ruth, up until this point, girls had only been given baby dolls because it's like prepping for motherhood, of course. And Ruth was like, you know what? I'm going to create this doll where this woman is a grown woman and... um. She can be all the things that men can be. So, like, to us growing up, it's like, oh, yeah, of course Barbie's an astronaut. Of course Barbie's a doctor. Right. But back then, people were, oh, people were shook. They were like, yeah. 
how dare you sell a doll with breasts? I mean, people thought it was vulgar. The same reaction that they're making to this movie, yes, is what they did is back when the Barbie dolls came out. 1959, folks, okay? So it's not like it was yesterday, but not that far away. So what's great about this movie, and I actually had a friend who our friendship ended going for Barbie. Really? Like the doll? Yeah, over the doll. This is a true story. I don't know if I've told you this before. I don't think so. I mean, maybe. It sounds a little familiar. Yeah. I was friends with this girl in college, and we sang in the same choir. And she became estranged from her parents. It was a you know a toxic situation and whatever. And she decided to have kids. And she didn't want to tell her parents or whatever. They were estranged. And we had kind of separated on a, like, separate issue. And I had come back, and I was there for the birth. And I was there for when the baby was born and it was a girl. And I went, oh, my God, I cannot wait to buy her a Barbie. Because I love Barbie. Mm-hmm. I played the Barbies no lie until I was 16. Like, we were making home videos, like music yeah. with the Barbies on strings and shit. So, oh, what I would kill to have that video. I don't even know where they are. Um, but anyway, and she goes, oh, no, you will not be buying my daughter a Barbie. And I was like, well, why not? And she's like. Barbie gives girls a, a terrible self-image, and I'm thinking, I didn't have that. Apparently, I didn't realize this about my friend at the time, that she had body dysmorphia. And so her biggest fear with having a baby was the way her body was going to change. Right. And she was obsessed with the gym and all that, which literally can't relate. Even though my body's kind of falling apart right now, I'm just like, who has the time? So... She was like, absolutely not. And she was like, she's like, I've done, you know, I'm a, I've done psychology and sociology. And, and like, I know how detrimental Barbie is to a girl's mental health. And I was like, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I'll try again later. Yeah. So I forgot what year it is, but Mattel came out with Diverse Barbie. Um, the Barbies were short. Their hips were wider. Their chests were flatter. Um, they were more, or they came out with taller Barbies, tall and skinny Barbies, and short and thicker Barbies to kind of crush that, you know, I'm a 36, 30, whatever, right. whatever the standard stereotypical Barbie. The abnormal Barbie, which literally nobody could be. And yes, I know that there's those, that guy and that girl that like gave themselves plastic surgery in years and years. Yeah. And be them. It's not realistic. It's a fucking doll. Right. So... You know, I grew up in the 90s, so I had the 90s Barbie. And, um, like, one that you'll see Margot Robbie dressed as in um, production. Uh, not in production, but in um, red carpet things and stuff like that. Era, totally hair Barbie. And so that's the era that I had Barbie. She had full boobs and regular hips and whatever. And then maybe 10 years later, they, like, scaled down her boobs and put her hips up. Just to make her more realistic, which is fair. So I write to my friend. I'm like, oh, my gosh, guess what? Mattel made thick Barbie. Now I can buy your daughter Barbie. And she was like, I don't think you understand. You're not respecting my wishes as a parent. Like, well, you said you didn't want her to have the regular Barbie because of her body. And but now they're making all these inclusive Barbies where it's like their bodies are all different. They can be in a tall, skinny or a short and thick or whatever. Right. And as of today, as of this recording, whatever. They've even come out with Down Syndrome Barbie. Like, yeah, there's every every kind of, like, 
really every ethnicity, every disability, yeah. every career, you name it, there's a Barbie for it. So apparently I missed the mark on this because she was just like, um, never talk to me again. You uh, disrespect me as a parent, whatever. I was like, okay, oh. fuck right off. You know, like, Barbie's that triggering. Forget about that. Whatever. But I will say this in the movie. Here's the thing I like about this movie is it, it doesn't shy away from the hard stuff. Number one, it covers that exact thing. Barbie shows up in the real world. She's like, hey, didn't I cure feminism? And, you know, an Easter egg that Talia pointed out with the girls. Oh, the Bratz dolls out there. The Bratz girls. And they're named after the Bratz dolls. Yeah. Too. Sasha and all the girls. Chloe and whatever. All of them. They're all sitting at this table and, like, Barbie walks up to them. She's like, hi. And she's like, you know, she's Barbie. And then all the girls around the table are like, ew, what are you doing? Get away from me, you weirdo. Like... She thinks that she's saying feminism. They're being brats. They're being brats dolls, you but, know? But they're also mirroring what a lot of women say. And like my friend had said, is like, she's like, you're giving, you've given girls a, like a complex for many years. It's like, but really in Barbie's mind, and I would assume Ruth Fiedler's mind was, I was creating Barbie to empower a woman, not to make her feel bad about herself. Right. And so it does it cover that. that. Yeah. The other thing it covers that I think is important um, is that Mattel is run by men. There's only been two women owners other than Ruth. There was another woman maybe 10 years ago, and it's run by all men. So really, you've got to give it to Mattel to poke a little fun at itself because realistically, people... I, I was surprised to find out that Mattel is run by only men. Yeah. Um, but... At the same time, it makes sense. We're in America. and Yeah. Did you know this? Fun fact. Barbie is the catalyst movie for a new universe. Yes. I did see that. Okay. I did see that. They're planning a Polly Pocket movie. Yep. Um, with Lily Collins as a... Who's Lily Collins? Uh, she plays Emily and Emily in Paris on a Netflix series. Okay. She's like a perfect Polly Pocket. She got the bang. She's got... Did you have Polly I didn't have Polly Pocket. I have all my Polly Pockets upstairs. You do? Yes. I loved Polly Pocket. That was my, that was my sister's My Little Pony. Like, she was obsessed with My Little Pony. I love Millie My Little Pony. So do you. And I had Polly Pocket. Um, the only thing about Polly Pocket is, like, I would lose that shit. Oh, I lost all the pieces, and I'd chewed on all the dresses and, and everything like that. But it was, like, something that I loved. And I even, like, I always played the game online. Like, Polly Pocket. I was super into Polly Pockets. Um, so they're going to make a whole Mattel universe. Yeah, they're planning on it. I don't think, I think, here's the here's problem with that. Is I do not think in any shape or form it's going to do as well for No, no, not at all. Why? Because I don't think Greta Gertwig's going to direct all of Not just that, yeah, but the thing about Barbie is every generation that's alive right now can relate to Barbie. Yes. So... And not even in the sense of, like, the big idea of femininity and things like that. No, just... Just when Barbie in general, there were move, there were hints in that movie that I knew that you didn't. Like, you don't remember the tire dog. No. I remember when that came out. I wanted it so bad. I honestly think that as we were watching it, it went in chronological order. Because it does start with her in her black... The very first Barbie, here. right? Yeah. And and you even said to me as we were leaving the theater, you go, look over there. And it was an, an old woman and her husband. Yeah. And, like, the generations that can go is wild. Because there hasn't been a movie like that. Yeah. Where you can go for I'm nudging her going, hey, hey, 
hey, I had that roller skate. And I'm not and her going, oh my God, I wanted that one. I wanted that. And you go, I watched that movie. And I go, what movie? Because by that time. Yes. I was talking to the women at work about this. There, I was no, like, there were no Barbie movies. They were like, I was like, what is Barbie and the Magic Pegasus? I don't know what What is Barbie and the Fairy? Who's Bibble? You know what I mean? Like, I was watching a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. Right. Okay. And so I think that's what's so cool about this movie is that any generation can go and enjoy and have nostalgic relate. And th- yeah, and like bring them back. Because there were things that I like, I didn't, you were, you said that you were, you had, or you wanted the Midge Barbie. No, I had, I had, you had the, for again. So, so for you guys that don't know, Midge was um, Barbie's friend back in the 60s. And she was a redhead, you know, kind of like to offset Barbie. And they discontinued her for a while. But in the 90s, they brought her back as a pregnant Midge, who assumably goes with Alan. Right. So I didn't know that. Well, I had that pregnant Barbie Midge, which apparently, which you don't hear about as much now, right? There was no internet back then, but people were freaking out. Basically, she had a fake belly, and there was a baby inside, and then you pull off the plastic belly, you take the baby out and put a flat belly in, and people were freaking out like, this is promoting unwed mothers and all this shit. I loved that Barbie. Yeah. I wanted to have babies at that time. But it's just like, it's things like that where it's like, oh, I wasn't, I do remember there being a pregnant Barbie, but they just, it wasn't her. Right. It wasn't in stores when I was old enough to shop for Barbies kind of thing. But she also wasn't on the shelves for very long because people lost their shit about it. Right. Um, or Alan, no. I don't even remember him. I don't remember Alan being anything. Yeah, no. He's Ken's buddy. All of Ken's clothes fit him. Yep. Just so you know. He'll tell you that himself. Um, there was one thing that I wanted to mention, and it is a review from a family friend who I know and who I see. He has two daughters. Who's he? Alec? Who? No, he is the person who I'm I, talking about, the family friend who were a review. Like, Alan's baby never was born. No. <laughs> um, he is the family friend who I'm talking about. He has two daughters, he has a wife, and he has two sons. And he loves movies. And he went to go see Barbie. And he posted, just watched Barbie. It sucks. What a fucker. So I commented. You were like, how dare you, bitch? I said, you're joking, right? That was my comment. And he replies and says, LOL, not joking at all. I get the message, but the movie just sucked. It was funny in parts, but it's kind of pointless overall. There were also many unnecessary characters, awkward dialogues, eerie silences, and lack of just direction in general. That is, that it could have been so much better. Also, I can't tell you if it was supposed to be a drama, comedy, for dramedy. D, all of the above. That's a bad feeling to have after you watch a movie. Ew. Uh, tell me you're not toxic masculine without telling you. No, you know what? No, let me say this. That's not a toxic response. That is a completely ignorant response. There's more. Oh, no. Keep going. Another person comments and says, I went in with an open mind, but I actually... Wait, wait time out. Was it a man or a woman? It's a woman. Okay. There's a matter. Yes. These things matter at this point. So... We're- the person who just said that is a man. The person who I'm reading now is a woman. And she says, I went in with an open mind, but I actually really liked it. Very strong feminist energy, though which I get isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea. Especially men. He replies, and the first, this is, this is just such a man thing. Oh my God. The first sentence he replies is, I don't mind feminist energy at all. 
Yes, you do. Clearly, clearly you do. He goes, I just think it was sporadic. The pen war was dumb AF. The traveling between worlds for the Mattel people was pointless and made no sense. And the main story about the girl, about Barbie and her connection to the girl was kind of throw away halfway into the movie. It was a sporadic movie. That was an easy win if they just focused on a few things. I'm mad. I'm angry hearing that. Happy life for your children. Literally life. The whole point of this entire movie is to talk about gender roles and is pointing out like in in the Barbie world, everything's pretty cool because women are all in charge. The Supreme Court is all women. And then they go into the real world. Barbie realizes like, oh my gosh, this is a shithole, which the real world is a shithole. And guess who runs it? Men. What does Ken do? He's like, well, patriarchy, this is bomb. Goes back to Barbie world, fucks everything up, steals her house, takes over, worships horses and shit. Honestly, if you can't see the parallels of real life in this, I'm scared for you. And these are the people that are voting, okay? Here's the thing that stood out to me the most. First of all, America Ferrer does an amazing job speaking about what it means to be a woman and what it means to not look like Barbie. She is a, I don't know what her nationality is to you. I don't. She's not white. She's Latina. Yeah, she's Latina. Yeah. And she's like, you know, Barbie didn't look like me, but I still loved Barbie and I I responded to Barbie. But um, but America Ferrera makes this infamous speech about you have to be pretty, but not too pretty. And you have to be smart, but not too smart. And all this stuff of, like, what it means to be a woman, which is very contradictory, that is basically uh, how men want us to be. And anybody that says men are not ruling women is Honduran. Clearly has not opened a history book. She's Honduran? Yeah. Okay. So she's looking at this blonde, blue-eyed Barbie doll, loving her, knowing that she doesn't look like her. I mean, now they make all sorts of Barbies. But, you know... And she's giving this speech or whatever, and 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 every woman, I think, in that in that theater and in every theater that listens to America's um, monologue monologue, it was like you can hear a pin drop, yeah, because we're all going, yeah, that's true, that's true, that's absolutely true, because we have so many expectations and we're still doing everything wrong, and then. At the very end of the movie, when Barbie's like, look, Ken, like, you gotta cool your jets here. And she wakes up all the other Barbies to, like, snap out of this, like, essential slave labor that right. Ken's turned them into. Barbie goes up to Ken, who he did this on purpose because he was upset that Barbie didn't like him back. Barbie didn't purposely hurt Ken. She just didn't realize she was just like oh whatever like she just didn't think about it like yes she heard his feelings but she didn't mean to ken purposely stole her house took everybody's jobs changed everything and hurt her but at the end of the movie what is barbie doing she's sitting on the end of her own bed that has horse hair all over it saying i'm sorry ken that i hurt you and basically coddling him and he's like you're right you know like okay I am Ken. She's like, you don't need me. You don't need to be an accessory. But does Ken say sorry? No. No, he doesn't. Because men don't apologize to women. Men don't move out of the way for women. Men who see this movie or hear of this movie think, oh, this is man-hating. No. Feminism 
is not just for women. If you're a man that's not a feminist, that means you don't really care about your woman. Right. Because you should care about her rights, about her value as a person. And the reason conservatives hate it as much as they do is because they want women to stay submissive to them, period, full stop. I said what I said. Yeah. And so I saved a few things here, a lot of things. And most notably, I saved from from some men. Right, I did too. And because it's men's, I mean, I think collectively, 90% of the women that have seen this, even if they went to see it thinking it was a fluff piece, a lot of women did. Yeah. They left there going like, wow, I just looked into my soul for a minute. So I I had to pee. I knew this was going to happen. I had to pee, like, in the movie. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I fucking hauled ass to the bathroom and hauled my ass back because I didn't want to miss anything. Every minute of that movie, I was 100% invested. Invested. Yes. Yes. So if a man is watching that movie going, this is dumb, then that man is not deep enough. And this is why I say this, and I can say this, because if I took show to this movie without you jk jk but maybe <laughs> if i took joe to this movie i feel like he would feel every moment of it yeah i think he would be a sweet little gentle alan and he was like hey i think there was a line that alan says well i i'm not really one of the kens so does that make me a woman or something yeah something like that something like that because basically oh i'm not them so what am i so am i a woman I think for a lot, and I'll just say this, I think, Alan, for, I mean, if you saw the box from the 50s and 60s, like, honey, Alan was gay. Oh, yeah. Right. But, and even in the movie, Alan represents every man that was gay, that was accepted and loved by women when men rejected them. But Alan was also representative of straight men who sympathize with Barbie, and they don't want to just divide and conquer like, I'll say this about Joe because I know him enough to say, like, he is a good man. He's a straight man, but he has a gentle spirit and he's not about, like, a power over anything. Like, he wants to be equal. And that's how men should be. And and when I see conservatives come up and say, and I remember, and I can say this because I went to a conservative church an evangelical church where they're like let men be men or men are are not being men anymore why because you have feelings men have feelings that's why men are fucking shooting up schools and shooting people and killing people because they're not expressing their feelings joe is one of those guys that i feel like he expresses his feelings more healthy than other men and does it feel like it's a competition the second a man feels like it's a competition with a woman is insecure sorry so, all right, here's one of the things I heard. This is a guy. I saw Barbie, and I thought it was a fucking masterpiece. And, like, I don't throw that word around lightly, but Jesus Christ, right? I didn't know what to expect. I wasn't even that excited about going. It's like it does a fairly amazing thing to create a sort of broad-based entertainment product that applies to the entire spectrum, I think primarily of women. And then just seep it in progressive politics and basic feminism in a way that's funny, informative, and well-executed in a context that is completely engaging is fucking monumental. 
it shouldn't be, but it is pretty radical, and it's you know intentionally thoroughly. Oh fuck! I have a little battery. Sorry, guys. Explaining feminist ideas in a way that's funny. I just never seen anything like it, and I guess that's you know the world is having the same experience on all different levels. And the comedy about men is inspired, <laughs> and the fact that a certain men took offense to the point where they you know tried to build a grift around it in terms of their narrative as right wing is so embarrassing for them. Yeah. I mean, so embarrassing for them. Any dude that can't take those hits. In that movie, they've really got to look in their pants and decide what they're made of. I mean, Jesus Christ, what a bunch of fucking insecure babies. The performances are all great, but it's really that script, man. And and just it was I had the same experience right from the get-go. It's like watching a musical. And they, you know, they cast Will Ferrell to be Will Ferrell funny, which is always a treat. That's what I thought of it. it made me proud somehow. You couldn't have said it any better. Yeah, that, that is like from Mark D. Moran. That's part on TikTok. I love. I like seeing men that support it because their take is really because I understand the woman's side, right? So it's hard to understand. I mean, it's it's more interesting to me to see a man's take on it because yeah, but it's just if you're so if you're enough for us, if you're you know, in your manhood. You're not feeling a certain way. Right. So here's another one. Um, this is, uh, well, this is from that gay guy on TikTok. It's called. Oh, and then you guys. Well, maybe not TikTok, but I think it's. Yeah, it's TikTok. Uh, no, I think that's Instagram. Stack, look. Yeah, that's Instagram. This? Oh, shit. Okay. Who knows? I don't know. Something. I need to go to Barbie and the gays, it's called. Not me pondering the Barbie movie two days after watching it, thinking about how many layers there were. Alan being marginalized from a world full of Kens, and how growing up gay, I never understood why I couldn't just be feminine and have girls as my friends. The way Alan was there and never part of the quote girls or the quote guys is me waiting outside the toilets for my girlfriends to come out. Why the patriarch, why the patriarchy had such a hold on us, even if we didn't know it. And the way Alan just wanted the girls back in Barbie land so he could feel accepted was like a hit to my soul. I just want this movie to open so many people's eyes. Because the big thing now is like, I know, the big thing now is like with all this um, awareness on LGBTQ matters, um, it's really giving... um, a voice to gay and lesbian people, especially gay men. Lesbians kind of had it out for a while. And I think with gay men, it's, you know, all gay men, all gay men, especially before this time, especially our buddy Jonathan, like their first friends and allies and safe places were women. And they know that. And they recognize that. And they support that. That's why you'll see a lot of gay men at women's rights movements because they're going to take care of their sisters who took care of them when men rejected them. All the Kens out there right now. Let's see what else I have here. Me going into the Barbie movie ready to enjoy a sour candy and having a cute night 
not knowing I'd leave, questioning the meaning of life and feeling thankful for the ability to feel things deeply. Spleen, what about for you? Verbs, I'm sorry. I think it's no mistake that this is the summer of wearing ink to see Barbie and trading friendship bracelets at a Taylor Swift concert. It's so much more than a moment. It's girlhood healing. It's the safety of a crowd full of women. It's the reclaiming of unbashed girlish joy when you match a stranger in public. It's the hurting, heavy, endless loves of being a woman. It's sisterhood, and we're taking it back. So one thing I saw recently with all the Taylor Swift going around, which is kind of, honestly, serendipitous and perfect, that this started with the Taylor Swift stuff, because a lot of what I'm seeing is um, girls at the Eras tour going, I've never felt more safe in a crowd because everyone at the Taylor Swift crowd are like 90% girls or dads of girls or boyfriends of women. Everyone in their police say same thing. They're safe. So most of the girls or most of the people going to these movies for Barbie are also safe. I have read a few where they're like, oh, a few boys were like making fun of it. At which point, I would have gotten up and fucking started a fight. Honestly, luckily, we didn't have that. Everybody was really respectful and quiet. But the real question is, why weren't people around them, like, telling them to shut up? Like, they didn't come by themselves. That's for sure. But, like, it reminded me of when we went to that Christian concert a few years ago. And I said to my friend, I was like, oh, my God, this has got to be the safest concert ever. And she, I remember her saying, no, don't think that. And I was like, why? She's like, because that's what a bad person would want you to think. Like, be on guard. Right. And I was like, ew. You're right. I kind of hated it. It was a Christian concert. And yes, it was honestly like the best time. And there were still issues. But the thing about the Taylor Swift concert, which you always see the videos of like all the husbands and dads waiting outside to pick everybody up. It's the majority of them are women. And women are safe with other women for the most part. I think it's really sad that men, a lot of men, don't realize that just their mere presence is scary for us. Because we don't know. We don't know. Are you going to attack us? Are you going to rape us? Are you going to kidnap us? Right. Like, human trafficking is a fucking serious issue right now. Bad. Like, it's really bad. I don't even think it's been that different from the past. It's just now we know about it. Right. We live in Niantic. And not that long ago, maybe size 10 years ago, the Waterfoot Speedbowl, which is the next town over, had their owner arrested for human trafficking. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, they shut down the speedball and the owner was arrested and tried for human trafficking on top of like the racist stuff. They were doing that under the table and behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. It's around the corner. If you see, so quick PSA, if you see a napkin on like a gas tank a gas pump or something. There's a lot of things now on your door handle thing. Anything zip ties, zip tie, a zip tie dollar, like anything that seems out of place, don't touch and clutch it. Whatever you do, don't go near it. Whatever zip you tie, grab the nearest person that yeah. looks safe. I'll grab the nearest mom, woman, yeah, not like worker. Especially if you're in a place where you feel like you're feeling followed. I saw this the other day. It's like. Walk up to anyone 
that's like a woman and go, hey, mom, like this guy's following and they'll understand. Most women, most women will be like, even I would dare to say even the conservatives. Right. Because it doesn't matter. There's This is bipartisan. Right. If you're a woman, you know that feeling of being followed, being watched. Like, even when I'm in the grocery store, like, I turn my body so that men can't stare at my ass when I'm pushing my cart down the aisle. Like, men don't think about that. Right. They don't get it. So, I don't know. I just, I love this movie for all of those right now. There was one that I wanted to read. It was a best to you. Okay. Now, well, let's unpack it. I think it is, I think it's from a woman. Uh, their name is Marianne, so I'm going to assume this is a woman. Okay. This is just on, if you look up Barbie movie on Google, then go under reviews. These are these kinds of reviews. What do you mean that kind? Like, it's like the people that have nowhere else to put a review under then. Google reviews kind of thing. So... You have to remember that a lot of times people review things when they're mad and like not right, you right. Review when they're happy. But I'd love to hear this from Mary Marianne Papa. Marianne, come on, world star. Oh flop, got a good start. Too bad there's not a zero star. Oh come on, this movie is the worst piece of junk I have ever seen in my entire life. Watching any bad movie I went to. If you think watching a Barbie blow up her boobs. Rejecting a pregnant Barbie, vulgar language, strong political statements like get rid of the Constitution to get equal rights when that's the very purpose of the Constitution. This this part right here, this what I'm about to say, she's a conservative, just makes me furious because you know that she doesn't know anything. Right. She knows nothing. Yeah. Walt would turn over in his grave. Walt? Disney? We never, we left early and vowed we'd never attend another Disney movie as they destroyed the very nature of healthy, clean, high-quality family entertainment. This woman... This was not a Disney is movie. ...is convinced that this is a Disney movie. This is why I needed to read this one, because this is how bad... This is how bad and how blind and how ignorant people are. I know. That she thinks this was a Disney movie. So now... Well, it's not, people. It's a she goes out and thinks and tells everyone that, oh... Disney made an awful movie. We're not going to support that anymore. It's not over. She goes, okay. Who's to think different? Has, wait, what? She did not write. Marianne, those, well, check. Those who think different has a right to their opinion. However, they has, they have the right to do as well. This movie reflects the destruction of our past integrity as so clever to camouflage the real purpose of this movie's agenda to brainwash the youth by so-called innocent entertainment and to manipulate society. Unfortunately, I doubt this feedback will last. Marianne. Marianne, this movie was rated PG-13. So this is not about the youth. This is about teenagers and up. So young adults. Wild. I'm also Marianne. Uh, quickie here. Not a Disney movie. Good. New Batman stuff. I'm fun. Wow. Wow. Well, honestly, did you ever watch, like, Republicans being interviewed after, like, the last election? And they were like, well, I'm going to vote for Bush. And the people were like, the guy interviewed was like, um, you know Bush isn't on the docket, right? And he's like, he's not 
like shit like that. These people are voting. Right. They don't even know. They know nothing. They don't know their ass from a hole in the ground and they're voting. What? There's this guy that I follow on TikTok that goes around to Trump rallies and he's not a Trump supporter. I think I, I follow oh, exactly him. who I'm talking about. I don't. He's got around here. People and he asked them questions about like. He acts really neutral. Yes. Well, how'd you, he asked though. He goes, they say something like, oh, Trump's burning. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of just like nods his head with them just to keep them talking. But it's really funny because this one time he went to this rally and he come, he goes up to this person and this person just starts talking. Oh, Obama was an American citizen, blah, blah, blah. We all just need to see the birth certificate. We need to. Th- and then the guy who's interviewing, he goes, yeah, we need to see the birth certificate. And he eggs him off. Yeah. Who do you think like. Like, who do you think messed with their birth certificate to think that they're an American citizen? And this guy on the other side, and he goes, well, you know, no one can really vouch for him, like, not even his mom, because she's going to be biased. And if you were to ask his mom, where did you have this baby? And that she's going to say, oh, I had him in the U.S. because, you know, she's the mom. And this guy goes, oh, so, like, well, if we asked Donald Trump's mom if he was born in the U.S., like, what would she say? And he goes, oh, yeah, because, you know, she had the baby. She was in the room, like. He yeah. was born in the U.S. Like, she knows. And that one, that's, like, engraved in my brain. Because that one interview, oh. just, like, it makes me laugh so hard. Because genuinely, like, these people think that. They're that, they're that, that that's real. Like, there are people in this, like, that, it's, that's real. I think that same guy went up to an, um, an anti-abortion rally. Yeah, he does. Oh, he's like, oh. So all these women have said, adopt, don't abort, like, choose adoption. And he hands out adoption papers. No, no, no. He went up to you, so he's like, okay, I see that you're like, um, you're saying, please adopt. They're like, yeah, yeah, you should adopt. He goes, so how many adopted kids do you have? And they're like, well, I have none. I have two of my own. He's like, okay. So he goes, and that's what, he goes to five of those women, and that, and they're like, and they start kind of laughing uncomfortably, like, well, no, I have my own. I wish I could. I wish I could adopt. He goes, okay, so just, just, just to recap, like, none of you have adopted. And they're like, no, we wish we could, but, you know, we have our own. We don't have time. They're not seeing. Right. The he, irony. He's not aggressive about it, so he's not threatening them. So they don't, they're not. I have no defense. Like, their yeah. an answer is, oh, well, we or, I think my, one of my other favorite ones is he was walking alongside, like, a march. And this guy's holding up. He's like, you know, pro-life. Mm-hmm. Goes still a lot in the pro-life. And he goes. No, so you think God was pro-life? And the guy's like, absolutely, God doesn't want people to be killed. And the one he goes, can you explain the flood? The guy goes, the guy's like, he, he just looks at it and takes a double look. He goes, uh, 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 I'm sorry. I don't, yeah. He goes, well, didn't, didn't God kill everybody in the flood? And he goes, I can't talk to you. And stops talking. He's like, bitch, come on. But. This is the same kind of response I got in the evangelical church when I would call things out. Like, they're like, well, I don't know why this is that. And God had his reasons and blah, 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 blah. Right. Oh, God but, has his reasons. That's but, always. But the thing is, it's like they'll say that. And then in their mind, it's gone. They don't sit there and think about it before bed. Like, hey, right. that guy had a good point. The only person I think was my friend um, that I think she did think about some of the things that I asked her because... I was asking her from a very genuine point of view, like, well, why did God kill everybody? My my question, let's go there. My question to her was like, if God's all seeing and God's all knowing and God created humans and God knew that humans would fuck it up, 
Which right. I did literally every time. Thanks. Um, God got frustrated with humans. He was like, what the fuck? And he killed everybody in the flood, right? He also killed everybody in Sodom and Gomorrah. He, God, God was pissed a lot. And that's why Jesus came, right? To be the mediator between God and people. But here's the thing. If God knew that people were going to be shitbags the whole time, why did he even make us? Because he made us knowing that we'd be shitbags and then get mad at us for being shitbags that supposedly he knew we were going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it riddle me that, Batman. That me the math ain't mathin'. Yeah, it doesn't mean I don't have faith. I do. I, I have faith in something out there. I don't know what it is, but there's something out there. But listen, if you're going to take a stand as strong as you take it, you better know your facts. Yep. Time out. Did you see what Mark Nickerson Hosted, we got into it. Oh, I think you did tell me this. Okay, well, I I couldn't find it the other day. Okay, so real quick. No, he deleted the post, you said. No, he didn't. Did you found it? I found it because someone else responded on it. Okay, so the first selectman of our town, the old first selectman of our town, I had to be friends with him. I knew he was a Republican, but he was non-problematic. Well, kids, he showed his truth. The other day, I took a screenshot. So he posted this, okay? On his Facebook, on his personal Facebook, he's no longer the first selectman, so I can say this, okay? He wrote from Zavik Ramaswari, credential candidate. I'm guessing it's a Republican, obviously. Right. This is what it says. Truth in full caps. One, God is real. Two, there are two genders. Three, she looks more she requires fossil fuels, parentheses currently. Four, reverse racism is racism. Five, an open border is no border. Six, parents determine the education of their children. Seven, the nuclear family is the greatest form of governance and the best guarantee of a successful and a happy life for your children. Eight. Capitalism lifts people up from poverty. LOL. That's really funny. Fucking tool. Nine. There are three branches of the U.S. government, not four. Not sure what that means. Um, and ten. The U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history. Also not true, because other... Keep in mind, folks, sorry if you're American, which probably most of you are, except for our Irish and Brazil friends. Um, other countries are free. America's top the only country is free. So here's what I wrote a week ago. I said, wow, this is endlessly offensive. At least you're honest about your feelings. I'm giving you that. So I got 12... 12... Uh, reactions. One of them was a wow. So he writes, what offends you? Stand up for what you believe in. Which is hilarious because this man has followed my page and my like public pages, which I do for the town. She knows, like, I'm not shy about it. So I didn't respond to any of this. Somebody said, 
looking at Carolyn's cage, I believe she has. She has. And I agree with her comment. Someone else writes, Carolyn, thank you for always staring up for your beliefs and for being on the right side of history. This one's my favorite. His name is Ronaldo, first of all. Carolyn, have you lost your mind? There's not one single point made anywhere in his thread that is the least bit offensive. Not one. Are we really at a point now in society where people like you are offended by, what, common sense? Okay, someone under him writes, His comments are not offensive. The National GOP party is. I don't agree with home on, I think it means him, but he didn't check his cell. Uh, I don't agree with him on various points, but have worked very hard alongside him for many years. Many of those items were voluntary by both of us. This man's wife, you know, attended many uh, feminist march marches. She owns the pink pussy hat. He goes to her. He goes with her to those things. I don't know why that's so weird. So I read back to Ronaldo. I said, Ronaldo, thank God you're here to tell me how to feel, bro. What would I do without a man speaking for me and telling me what to think? <laughs> Question mark. That's sarcasm in case you needed it spelled out. And Mel, what would I do if a man didn't tell me what to think? If somebody says, if I didn't, if you at any point, boyfriend, a husband, friend, whoever the fuck, says says something and you say this makes me feel a certain way and they say you're not allowed to feel that guess what <laughs> guess what surprise nobody can tell you how to feel i was offended just because fuck face over there was not offended does not mean i wasn't offended i was offended there are more than two genders god is real but I know that they're talking about the Christian God, and though I do believe in the Christian God, I believe in all the other gods in this world. I believe that God is however you want to see it. Um, and that list, the whole list, is just fucking ludicrous. The Constitution was written at a time when it was okay to own slaves and where women had to submit to their men. So, no, the Constitution is not for everybody. It is for white straight men period still full stop um so i don't want to hear about how you know the constitution here and and cap capitalism helps lift you up from poverty go fuck yourself <laughs> as somebody who's lived disrespectfully go yeah, fuck yourself yeah. disrespectfully go fuck yourself because as someone who's lived under the poverty line for as long as i have just so that i can have health insurance to cover all my medical needs, go fuck your GOP selves. And to that man who has the GOP wife with the pussy hats, she needs to figure out what her life's about. Because if you're working the feminist, no, I'm actually really shocked that he commented like that because he is a very democratic person. He votes Democratic. He just said that he supports the GOP. I know. I, I'm. That's why I'm so shook right I now. I wonder if she knows. Oh my god! Can you imagine? Like we blow it open, and it's like we end their marriage. And I like I grew up with him. Like you know that dude? Yeah. Like hardcore. Like oh my god, that's the tea, you guys. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Well, anyway, three years. 
So I, I understand why most men are going to say this is man-hating. And from a pretty lesbian, 90% lesbian <laughs> state, I am a man-hating. But to be fair, this past weekend, I reached out to one of my old pals and was like, hey, you have needs and I have needs and you're single or I'm single. Like, really? Let's take care of this. Oh, my God. I'm not telling you right now. Okay, well, I need to know. I didn't know this. He was like, I'm here for it. Oh, it was. I was like, I was so hammered when I wrote to him. But I was like, clearly, you would never write to a man like that. He's a very safe man. He's been single for, like, 15 years. So, like, and he doesn't go out and doesn't do anything. And he's been to all of our parties. So, like, we've made out a bunch. But he's always like, oh, I cleaned the back seat of my truck. I'm like, bitch, if you think for a minute I'm going to be fucking you in the back seat of your truck, you are mistaken. <laughs> That is not a thing that's happening. Oh, here's a hair hairstyle that I care about. Too short. Oh my god. All right, everybody's like, cut it, cut it, cut it. Until he's like, and you're gonna cut my berry. It's in your mind. Are you going wrong? Well, I didn't get a cut. Are you gonna not support me if I cut my hair too short? No, I'll support you no matter what you do. I'm just telling you what's gonna look bad and what's gonna look good. But how the fuck do you know? I don't know for sure, but I know from our FaceTime call the other day that that was okay. Sure, it okay. I put a route on badly. I want to put that picture on our Instagram. You have a not even a you have a picture of it. Yeah, I I have I want this haircut. Okay, so you guys, so my guys, good. Oh my god, you guys. So what my favorite? I'm gonna make it like my new contact picture. Are you serious? Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay, so I bond you. Okay, you guys, side so quickly. I couldn't figure out which part of the wig was the front. First of all, because I have 24 inch long, and for your friends out there that are dumb fox, that's two feet. I have two <laughs> feet of hair. I have two feet of hair, friends, okay? Um, I cut it. In 2021, I cut 14 inches off to my shoulder. I didn't sure that did. Almost. Oh, my God. No, you're not. It's like, so I cut off 14 inches of it. And, yeah, it, it took about a year. Oh, shit. Two years to grow back. Well, I keep it in, like, a ball in my head. It's like a dreadlock. So I have... <laughs> and it's true. I call it, like, my one dreadlock. And when I have to brush it out, it's like a whole fucking situation. I don't want to do it. So I'm going to cut it all off. And Talia is like, I'm, I bought a wig to kind of maybe show me what it would look like. First of all, the wig was nine ninety nine, So it wasn't like top. <laughs> so what does that tell you? It wasn't top brass. And it's jet black. And I put it on. And like, I can't figure out which is the front. And she was like, ew, no, ew, no. But like, I kind of want to. That she she's showing me the two inches she wants to cut. They fucking. I can't cut my hair like what you had on your wig no. because I don't have pin tray hair like you. Okay, I have two feet of hair. I want to cut it. Chop it! I told you you could go to your shoulders. Oh, listen to her. She's allowing me to go to my oh shoulders. I want more than you. Know what? Go ahead. Good. Good. Go okay. ahead. I want a pastor cut. Do it. Do it. Pastor. Do it. And then, and then tell me how you feel. And then. I want do so it. If I cry, are you gonna laugh in my face like an asshole? Or I didn't give it? And I tell you, I told you so. All right, you're rude. You know what? I was watching all morning women with hair ten times longer than mine, which is insane. Going to like the Karen cut, which I'm not going to do. I'm not going to have like short in the back, long in the front. I will also, at no point in my entire life, have a mullet, so that can go right out the window. Look, it'd look good with one. I'd rather die <laughs> i'd rather be fucking bald than have a mullet go to hell but there are some like nice 90s heartthrob but a little longer than the 90s heartthrob 
if you look at nice heart hard throb you'll find but the kind of style that you want is that find out but it's a little longer than that so like i watched law and order SVU for a lot of years right um Taylor Swift's cat same as Olivia Benson. Just fun fact. Olivia Benson was at Aeroscore last May. I know she was. She's been at a couple of them. They're like yeah. BFFs. But anyway, um, in the early 2000s, um, Roshka Hargitay, who plays Olivia Benson, had what we lovingly referred to as hair wings. And it's about to the chin, maybe a little bit lower. And it's layered and like her hair flips outward. So it has the hair wings. And that's kind of the vibe I'm going. Listen, I feel like if I'm going to attract a female... You need to, like, put product in your hair. Like, no. I need to start taking care of it. Never. is the only reason why I don't want you to cut that short is because I know you're not going to take care of short hair. I'll tell you this right I now. say it's easy to take care of, but you need to... For it to look the way you want it to, you need texture. And texture requires product. No. Not always. Texture, if you layer something, you can create texture. But here's the thing. If I go to the hair cellist, I'm going to say to them... I will not put product in this hair. I'm going to wash it, dry it, maybe, maybe brush it. Make it. How, how about we have this conversation over at the hair oh, style? We're about to go down there. Okay, yeah. so kids, it's been an hour and five. Actually, it's been one hour and a half. An hour and 30. I mean, if we're honest. I just want to say right now, if you haven't seen the Birdie movie, please go. Just Are you a racist? Ask your friend. This is wild. No, because honestly, it's all the conservatives. And I I don't even want to hide it anymore. If you're conservative, like, you really need to get your shit together and talk to somebody from the other side. Here's the thing. Before you come for me, I lived years and years among majority conservatives who had no interest in talking to the other side. As a Democrat, as an independent, as a liberal, bleeding heart, woke, whatever the fuck you want to call me. I lived among them and I listened to their side and tried to understand them. Let me tell you what, at no point did they want to hear my side or anyone from my side. So if you're conservative and you have those beliefs, great. But just know that you're a piece of shit if you don't listen to anybody else but your own people and Fox News, okay? Because as a bleeding heart liberal, I still listen to your bullshit for years, actually. Marie? Okay. That's my TED Talk. (laughs) Anyway, I think it's time to go now. You got to get your hair cut and maybe mine. And (laughs) maybe I'll look like a big D word. Oh, God. I don't say that, but it's okay. Sometimes I feel like that's the only way to attract a woman at this point, like, is to be one. No, I am one. Just because I have long hair doesn't mean I'm not gay. No, not gay, but not that. You're also not a D word. I'm going to tell you right now, you're never allowed to say not word to me. What? The D word. Oh, I will never. Okay. One time someone did and I slapped him across the face. He should. It was my friend. And then we ended up dating later. Oh, so. Okay. Oh, we might fall in love. He's like, that. God. <laughs> hey, you guys. No bet. I think it's time to go. Tulia, do you recommend the Barbie movie? I recommend the Barbie movie. I also recommend going to see Taylor Swift. Same. If you can. And, oh, do you want to tell the people what I'm taking you to at the end of the month? Oh, my God, guys. On August 25th, Carolyn's taking me to, like, this candle-lit, like, orchestra. So romantic. And they're only playing Taylor Swift music that night. It's mental. excited about it. I did end up telling her because then I, like, got this weird, like, insecure feeling like she wouldn't want to go. I was like, well, if it wasn't Taylor Swift, I wouldn't go. 
I know why I was telling you because when Avery passed, I was like, you need something to keep your eye. Oh, yeah. And I was like, so I'm taking you to this candlelight concert where it's only lit by candles and it's all instrumental. And I was like, it's Taylor Swift. And she like hooped her pants a little, which I love. So it'll be a little precursor to the Arrows tour. And I need to make bracelets for that. You already made me one. No, I need to make more bracelets to give to Um, people that are going to be there. Really? Yes. Oh. And also in October, I'm going to a Taylor Swift listening party at Toad's Place. Fuck. That I need to make more. Can I come? Friendship. Yeah. Oh, God. I could meet your friends. Oh, they're not going. What? Yeah. I mean, they can if they want. Big fan. But they're just not like hardcore obsessed. You don't have to be hardcore obsessed to support your BFF. Maybe Joe and Autumn are planning on dying, but you can come and talk. Oh, yeah, I'll bring Johnson. Okay, cool. It's going to be insane. There's going to be a couple hundred girls screaming at the top of their lungs, so I'm not too sure if we're going to love that. Yeah, so basically all it is is that you always This is a bar. Yes. You'll be 21 by then. No, it's this October. Oh. I'll be I'll be 21 for the Eros tour. Yeah, we get that. But this October is the listening party. It's literally just a DJ on stage playing Taylor Swift music. Okay. So, you're allowed in there under 21? 18 plus. I was going to say, did you double check? Because, oh my God, did you also check about the... No, not yet. I have to talk to my boss. Can you text her? Um, Not right now if my mom's in the hospital. Who's so awkward? Okay, that's going to be weird. Yeah. You're working tomorrow? Do we have to ask her because we want to buy tickets too? If she is there, then yes. Okay, well, you need to... And if not, then I'll switch with somebody. I'm not worried about it. Okay. So should I buy the tickets? Give me... Give me till Saturday. Okay. So Talia has never seen a drag queen for 10 minutes. Okay, cute. So Talia's never seen a drag queen in real life, and I have been trying to pop her cherry for a hot minute. And the last couple things we tried to go to were sold out. But also, apparently, we're 21 and older. And because this little queen just hasn't aged up yet, um, this is something that happens in New London every month. It's called the Drug Brunch at the Social... The Social Bar? The Social Bar, yeah. The so- this is called The Social, but it's a bar and restaurant. And they um, host a drag queen every month in the more like one Sunday. And it's I've been twice. It's amazing. This is, like, if you've listened to the other episodes, if you're a true fan, um, I was saved at church, and then I went to my very first drag brunch right from there. And then the second time I went to a drag brunch was after I was at my new church, and they were like, yes, clean, get it. So um, we're really, me and Jonathan are really trying to pop this cherry, and we're both ready to go, and it's next Sunday. So, so be there or be square. Well, you probably won't hear this by then, and it'll probably be way later. But you can go to the next one, and that'll be a fun time. So, if you've followed us this far, like honestly, thank you because this is hard work, <laughs> and we hope that you find some enjoyment and feel like you have a pal in us because we'll be your pals. Uh, we do have a Facebook page if you feel like following it. <laughs> I don't really follow it myself. We're not rambling for six minutes. Uh-huh. So we've been rambling. And shut up. So, okay. So the only other thing is we do have an Instagram. And we'll probably hear your voice more on that. So go to our Instagram at the Beach House Podcast. And we'll say .com, but, like, we don't have a .com. Anyway, it's time to go. She's got to get her hair did. Okay? Okay. Bye. Bye.